0: show evidence of having been partially devoured by their murderers. Welcome back to another episode of Murder with Friends, the podcast where I tell my friends my favorite true crime stories. I want to say congratulations to Ashley Thomas, she was our contest winner. She will be receiving two Murder with Friends Cups. With her and her husband's name on the back of them, so congratulations! Today, I'm gonna have Willie P back on. We're gonna be discussing the case of Adnan Syed, and I'm just gonna give Willie P the facts, and I'm gonna let him decide: Adnan is innocent or guilty. I don't know about you guys, but I'm really intrigued to see what he thinks. So let's get it started. Morning. This podcast is for mature audiences only. Yes, I'm talking to you, little girl covered up with her unicorns and her care bears. This will give you nightmares. There will be talks of murder, rape, and a lot of foul language on my part. So go to bed. Turn on silent. Huh?
1: Phone silent. <laughs> somebody's gonna text me or call me right now. We don't know. There are three people that call me on a regular basis. That's you, Joe, and my mother. Who? And Joe ain't calling me right now. And Mom's asleep right now. And you're sitting right there, so...
0: How do you know? I'll call
1: her right <laughs> so I now. Can't, I can't get a hold of Will. I don't
0: know where it's at. <laughs> he's at. has gonna phone off. So, okay. It's gonna be even longer if you don't pay attention. I'm
1: definitely paying attention. You got me worried now? I don't know if I... I have a short attention
0: span, okay? You have to keep. Oh my god, here we go. All right, so at the end of this, I want you to tell me if he is guilty or innocent. All right, well, today we're going to be talking about Adnan Syed. But first, before I talk about Adnan, I want to talk about the victim in the case. Because it's not all about Adnan, it's about getting justice for he Min Lee. She was born October 15th, 1980 in South Korea. She immigrated with her mother and brother to the United States in 1992. She was in middle school. They moved in with her grandparents. She played lacrosse and field hockey and also managed the boys wrestling team. She was on honor roll she was said to be very cheerful and light and funny sprite was her favorite soda the dallas cowboys were her favorite team not because she cared for football but because she liked the colors blue and silver the athletic director said there are no words to describe her smile the assistant lacrosse coach said that she grew into a leader she was a dedicated player And she was mad if you weren't to. Um, Her family said that she always stood up for what was right, regardless of popular opinion. And in her diary, she once wrote, Do love and remember me forever. Adnan was born May 21st, 1981. His family was from Pakistan. His religion meant a lot to him. He was Muslim. And Muslims live off of their religion you know you respect your mom you respect your parents you respect what they say what dad says goes even though you'd be like yes sir absolutely you know nice and polite and then you go do whatever you want (laughs) but you always be respectful and that was one of the main things in this case because he did he he went out and partied when his parents went to bed, he snuck out, hung out with his friends, smoked weed, drank a little bit.
1: American teenager?
0: Yeah, exactly. And that's just what what it was. He played football. He was a star runner on the track team for Woodlawn High School. He was an honor roll student. He was a volunteer EMT. And his parent, his mom, was super strict. And one of the main things in the Muslim culture is before you get married, there's no dating. Like, you don't kiss or hug or yeah.
1: especially
0: not have sex yeah. before marriage. It.
1: It's it's like an arranged marriage, but not quite like that. Right. Like, uh, you have, you know, periods where you could be together but you were under supervision right and uh that would go on for a period of time until
0: right exactly his mom would check his odometer um and he would make sure if a girl was in his car to double check for long loose strands of hair uh one time his uh the the girl, hey, she dropped him off at home one day after school. And his mom's like, who's that? Like, why why do you have a girl? Why do you have a girlfriend? Like, and she's, he's like, mom, she's not my girlfriend. She's just a friend. And she's like, bullshit. <laughs> but they actually, they met. Okay, they were in a magnet program. The magnet program is basically, it's like when you're looking for, like, high-ranked schools, they normally have a magnet program.
1: It's a program for the quick-to-excel children.
0: Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, thank you. And so they, Adnan actually scored higher on a quiz than Hay and her friends, and you know, because he was a jock, he you know, he wasn't the
1: person, yeah, right.
0: exactly. But that's all they met. And, um, he took her to the junior prom. But
1: yes, mother wishes.
0: Of course, his mom didn't know. <laughs> they went and got ready at, you know, their friends' houses. and they met at the prom. He actually won prom Prince. And his friend Stephanie won prom princess. Well, you know, Hay was a little jealous. But she wasn't really... She was trying not to be. So she just sat down with her friends and just was watching him. And Because they have like a dance or whatever after they get crowned. And so she's just sitting back and it's... um. What was it? Casey and Jojo's All My Life.
1: I don't know who Casey and Jojo are.
0: Do you know that song?
1: What genre of music is
0: it? No, I don't want to sing it.
1: (laughs) What genre of music is it?
0: So they start dancing to that. And she writes in her diary. And she's like, after 10 seconds of dancing with Stephanie, guess who he wants to dance with? He came over to her. He left Stephanie in the middle of the dance floor and went and presented his hand to her to dance with her. So that was like, that was it for her. She was in love. Like, how could any girl in high school not be? Right. So after that, they talked on the phone all night And, you know, they would sneak out and go and have sex. One time he says that his mom, (laughs) because they were really smart about it. So what they did was they would page each other. Hey, you ready to talk? Yeah. And then they would call the weather service. And then when someone called, all they had to do was click over. So it wouldn't rain. And they knew that if they heard a click on the line, that means someone picked up the receiver. So they hung up and tried it again whenever the coach was clear. Well, his mom was smart. <laughs> and she unplugged the phone from the wall, picked up the receiver and plugged it back in.
1: That's
0: old school. Super old That's school. Old school so there wasn't a click. And she just came through the phone. Her voice, and she was—he <laughs> cracks me up. She said, "You know, he sees other girls," and Definitely so of course, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she she told him she was like that was just the first thing that I could think of that she wouldn't call back again. So, <laughs> uh, and um, but he's like, "Yeah, mom's funny." so homecoming comes around for their senior year and his parents find out about it. So they're at the homecoming dance. His parents burst in the door, pissed, go in there. They grab Anon. They're yelling. They scream at Hay. They grab Anon and they walk out. Anon, as soon as they get home, he jumps on his bike and goes back up to the school. And They talk about it, and I think that's when she really started to think that she was coming in between him and his religion. Because, like I said, you're not supposed to date. You're not supposed to kiss. You're damn sure not allowed to have sex. So, it's like a big deal. Yeah, it is.
1: But, you know, those transgressions really supposed to stay between
0: the family. No, no.
1: It has nothing to do with anybody else but him and God. A lot. Yeah. That's him and a lot. He has to atone for those no matter what.
0: You have to scoot over this wife. Closer to the mic. But yeah, that's what they were saying too. But That's, I mean, that's, it that's brings a major like, part of it.
1: Yeah. Nobody else has really a say in it. Right. You do whatever you want. And then you're supposed to live by the guidelines, but, you know, your transgressions are going to be between you and God. Right. That's all there is to it.
0: But I think their point was, is like you're disgracing the family by doing this in public. Not only that, her family, you know, being from South Korea. has a completely different culture. But, you know, same premises, like you don't date. Like, don't you dare bring a boy home. <laughs> so they had to keep it secret on a whole nother level. So they split up. And Nan said it was very easy to convert from boyfriend, girlfriend to best friends. They had a lot of love, compassion, and respect for each other. Um, He would say, you know, I would tease her about boys. And she would tease me about girls. And, you know, it was just a thing. They weren't very... You know, of course, they were both hurt, but it wasn't really a big deal. It wasn't a bad breakup. Yeah. It was a mutual. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, Hay started dating this guy named Don. He was 22 years old. He worked at Lens Crafters with her. Wait,
1: his name was Don or Dawn?
0: Don. Like, D-O-N? D O oh. N. Don. Okay. Um, he drove a red Camaro this is kind of funny. So, um, when she was leaving her work, cause the link crafters was in a mall. And when she was headed out of work, she hit a light pole, you know, like the poles that are in the middle of the parking lots in the mall. Yeah.
1: Back into it or
0: right. And well, she had, you know, just, I don't know what's wrong with it. It won't start. It's not, you know, it just, it died. So, um, and Non came and checked it out. And Don came out while they were checking out the car. And, you know, they introduced themselves and it was very civil. And Non talked about, like, sizing up Don. Uh, like, uh, fucking white boy. Nothing special thought he was a shit with his red Camaro. I mean yeah,
1: that's what they all think.
0: <laughs> yeah. And Dawn asked, Hey, if she needed a ride home. And he's like she's like, no, you know, I'll just catch a ride with that non. So she left with that non and that was that. Like nothing else was said. And that was on Christmas Eve of nineteen ninety eight. So that's why well, they still had beepers and stuff. Right, they they had beepers, and he had like and non literally just got his own cell phone um, under the radar from his parents, of course.
1: Well, we were now called a burner. Yes, I've got three of them in the car. <laughs> Don't say stuff like that. <clears throat> I won't tell you what they're for, but
0: just in case. Oh God.
1: One of them's even, I got three of them in the car. One of them is buried in a, a Home Depot <coughs> bucket somewhere. Fucking Israel Key. <laughs> That's not what it's for. It's a survival
0: kit. It's not mm-hmm. Kit. mm-hmm. <clears throat> Let's continue. I don't know if I want to after <laughs> that. I need to know details. No, um. So, January thirteenth, nineteen ninety nine, um, Hay left for school at seven a.m. At seven forty five, school starts. She was confirmed to be in her first period French class because she was the teacher's assistant. Uh, she left school at two fifteen. She was seen picking up hot fries and an apple juice before she left. From what it sounds like, there's a there was like a concession stand. Yeah. That one of her friends worked, you know, worked for. And instead of having like the vending machines, they had like a concession stand. Well, and it was outside. So before she went to her car, she went to that concession stand and bought an apple juice and hot fries. Um, Where is this basement? Oh, um, that's the second time I've done that. This is in, the school is west of Baltimore.
1: Okay, so it's an you know, inner city kind of
0: thing. Right, makes right.
1: Sense. Bigger schools have stuff like
0: that. Yeah. Um, so she left school at 2.15. While she was getting the hot fries and the apple juice, she told her friend, like, hey, I'm going to go meet up with somebody before I go pick up my cousin from school every day. After school at 3:15, before 3:15, she had to pick up her little cousin um, from school. She was six years old, so at around 3:30, yeah, at around 3:30, the school calls her little brother to pick up his cousin. He calls his grandfather to go pick him up, while he calls her workplace, lens crafters and her best friend, Aisha Pittman. And when they didn't know where she was, he called his mom and was like, look, I I called Aisha and I called her work. She's not there. So her mom called the police and made a missing persons report that day. Uh, The police called her friends. Adnan was one of them. He said that he hasn't talked to Hay since school that day. And they called Don Don didn't answer the phone, and he didn't call him back till like one thirty in the morning, and they called around six.
1: One thirty in the morning.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: It's an odd time to call the detectives back. Yep. But uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, red flag there.
0: Keep keep an eye on these red flags because I'm not gonna assume anything. I'm just gonna throw everything out there, and you can. Uh, one thirty. I mean,
1: I could see like ten thirty at night. Like, I just got your voicemail or something. But one thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's a little odd. Don't call my mom back at one thirty in the morning.
0: No, you definitely don't call a detective back at one thirty in the morning. Yeah. It's fucking sketchy Cause if I've
1: been out partying all night. I'm not calling anybody back.
0: yeah <laughs> Damn sure not the police. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, February 9th, 1999, Hayes' body was discovered in Leakin Park in a shallow grave 127 feet from the road. A gentleman named Mr. Sellers claimed that he was driving, and while he was driving, he was drinking a 22-ounce Budweiser on the way back to a school where he worked as a maintenance man when he realized he had to urinate. So... He pulled off the side of the road to go to the bathroom. He said, I had to go to the bathroom, so I pulled over, and I went further in the woods so no one could see me. He said, I walked around through the bushes and everything, and I got back that way, and I was getting ready to urinate when I looked down and seen something that looked like hair. Something was covered by the dirt, and I looked... Real good again, and that's when I saw what looked like a foot.
1: So I'm, I'm sure you're gonna get to this, but I don't imagine that somebody tried to bury a body roadside road. So he did, he walked away from the vehicle just so nobody would see him. I mean, cause don't get me wrong, now know I travel a lot, so sometimes when you gotta go, you gotta go, and
0: you don't go 127 feet. Into woods. No,
1: I open up the back door, I open up the front door on the passenger side, and I just go. Yeah.
0: I mean, somebody, somebody, ain't nobody gonna stop. And you know why it's so strange? He was a known streaker. He had several, several indecent exposure charges, including one in 1994 for allegedly running naked in a residential neighborhood. And another in nineteen. And another in 1996 after he was allegedly spotted in a hoodie, white sneakers, sunglasses, and nothing else. He ran from police and jumped a chain link fence. Not long before Lee was killed, he was also also allegedly stood naked in front of a uniformed police officer in her car. She lived... He lived he also lived walking distance from the high school. Where she went to school? Yes. He passed a polygraph, though. But there's something wrong with that, too. So, um, I've listened to an audiobook by Rabia, which is Adnan's best friend's older sister. She's, like, his biggest advocate. She wrote a book. She got in touch with... Um, Sarah Koenig, she actually did... Sarah Koenig produced a podcast called Serial, but it's what really busted the case wide open.
1: Sounds like we should check that out. Uh,
0: I've already listened to it. I listened to it a few years ago.
1: I am at me and the listeners, because I haven't listened
0: to it. Oh, yeah. Definitely check that out if you haven't. It's amazing. She actually rides the... Well, she rides the route that is alleged said and um, she concurred that it wasn't it wasn't possible for him to do what they said he did in the matter of time that he that was said like there's just there's not but yeah he passed polygraph so it was said that during the first polygraph he actually failed but the second polygraph he came in And they sat him down and they asked him, uh, did you know that she was bludgeoned with an object? And he said, no. Did you know that she was, you know, I just went through a whole bunch of ways that someone could have.
1: Those are very specific questions for a polygraph.
0: Easy to pass.
1: Easy to pass,
0: yes. Easy Very pass. easy to pass. So, of course, they put they passed the polygraph check because they wanted to get at none. They didn't have eyes on anybody else.
1: And, and somebody giving somebody given the polygraph test would know the types of questions that you can ask and get an honest, you know, honest goodness answer versus the ones that would... That's why they're professionals that do that that's right thing.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, you're if someone takes two polygraph tests, they're supposed to be similar similar questions. Yeah, they're not supposed questions? to be totally different. But yeah, so that's what I learned from Rabia's book. It's called Anand Sayed: The Untold Story. It is phenomenal. I am like. 17 chapters in, 14 chapters in. And I only have like two more hours to go to listen. I tried to finish <clears throat> it, but I couldn't. All right. So I did also want to go into what Lincoln Park is. It's not Lincoln Park. It's L E A K I N leak in park. Oh, well, I thought you were talking about the band. No, <laughs> no, 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 For no, no, no. So, no. Leakin Park is its wilderness. It's thickly forested and largely left in its natural state. Um, Baltimore Department Recreational Parks operates Gwyn Falls and Leakin as a single park, beginning at the western edge of the city, following the Gwyn Falls stream from. Windsor Mill Road in northwest up to Wilkinson Avenue in the southwest. Lincoln Park's beauty has been blemished by death and crime since the first body was unearthed in 1948. Because it's a a secluded area. It is a body dumping site. So... You Know just guess how many bodies I want you to guess. How many bodies have been found
1: there? Yes, yeah. um, since 1948, did I say?
0: Yeah, 48 yeah. to 1948? 2010. I'll say 30, 70, okay. 71. Damn, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> it's it's very that's what it's known for. Um, just so we're clear, folks,
1: if you're gonna bury a body, don't do it in a, a Park.
0: Well, it's not really a park. It's not like uh It's not like yeah, a.
1: Park benches and. Yeah,
0: no, it's none of that. It's thickly forest. It's like, I imagine more of like a, a national park. Yeah, like right. it's just woods.
1: We have a lot of places around in Georgia, um, wilderness trails and whatnot. Yeah, and and they're walking trails, a lot of them, but. Right. They take you through some places that sketchy. Yeah, like, like walking down one, is the little Grand Canyon, and on the border of Georgia and Alabama, mm-hmm. and uh, actually got I won't say attacked, but I got chased up a tree mm-hmm. by a a herd of wild hogs.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I, I had like a pocket knife and a 9 millimeter pistol. But, but not for a herd. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, I've seen a hog, a, a full-grown hog, take a out 6 bullet to the face. Keep on coming. Mm-hmm. So 9mm pistol's not going to do much.
0: <clears throat> yeah, we're down here in Georgia, so it, it's common.
1: Yeah, well, I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, a place like that, this, a place like one of those places that I call right. out is a perfect place that a lot of times something like that would go overlooked. Right. Because of the and water. Yeah, if
0: I were to dump a body, it would damn sure be out there. Nah,
1: man. Oh,
0: no. no, probably not. I would use water before I would...
1: I know where some quicksand pits are. I'm going fishing on the river, and uh, that's where I would do it. <laughs> uh, if, if if the chance ever
0: had to come about, just because. Just because. Um, on February twelfth, police received an anonymous tip from an Asian male, eighteen to twenty-one. Saying concentrate on her ex-boyfriend and non, and then hangs up and then he calls back and says one year ago non told a friend if he were to hurt anybody it w- he would drive them into a lake she was not driven into a lake mm-hmm. but she was nowhere near a lake
1: sounds like a scorn, but yeah, he
0: would he so was yeah, he just—he wasn't
1: trying to put suspicion on somebody.
0: Yeah, so that's when they pulled Adnan's file. Um, he had no um, previous history of crime or violence or anything. His record was clean. This was his first offense on paper.
1: The charges that he has mounted after.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Um, but he was Muslim. Right.
1: That marked
0: them. Yeah.
1: It's not for nothing, but white Americans don't like Muslims.
0: Yeah. And this was, I mean, this was before 9 11, but yeah, Yeah. very much racist. Uh (laughs) Always
1: always have been because don't understand, you
0: know. Exactly. You know, you don't, I don't think that white people, Caucasian people, um, really understand someone's dedication to their religion like that. I mean, yeah, we have our religious beliefs, most some of us, but we don't understand that commitment.
1: Well, I'll tell you this. There is no Christian in the country. There's no Christian in the country that's going to out-devout a Muslim. Exactly. Especially one who's you know willing to sacrifice himself. Right. For his religion. All right. So they see that as extremist, and yeah, you know, you automatically see when you see somebody who you can obviously tell is a Muslim, yeah, um, you have that in
0: mind. All right. On February twenty eighth, nineteen ninety nine, Hayes' car was found in a grassy residential parking lot. What they said this was was it was basically it was a grass field where all the residents parked their cars. Um, I don't even know what I would describe that as, like anything around here, because it, that's like a more inner city thing, I think. Yeah, like an empty lot. Oh, right, but it was grass, like it wasn't a parking lot.
1: Well, an empty lot. Right. Like where a building could be erected or a, a building recently, you know, had been right destroyed or whatever.
0: Okay, so after she went missing, they had the biggest snowstorm in the history of Baltimore. Uh, I think it put the city out like two days because it was just so Every, everybody big. Everybody snowed in. Everybody exactly. Snowed in. Everybody snowed in. Everybody's, you know, not doing anything. So, of course, they were out of school for the... Those couple days. So nobody really... I mean, they knew that she was missing. But they were like, oh, she just might be with her boyfriend. Or might be... Yeah. Yeah. And I think... Because Dawn had actually talked to her friend Debbie for seven hours. I don't know if it was that first night or the day after. But... Debbie talked to Don for seven hours and just trying to get a feel of who he was as a person and, you know, what he had to say about, hey, Missy. And Don pretty much said, like, she was talking about going to her dad's in California. Yeah. I don't know. So, which I don't think because they were saying that she had a pay... She had already paid for a trip to somewhere for school, either to study abroad or something. She had already paid for a trip.
1: Yeah.
0: And so that was just, if you already paid for a trip like that, you're not going anywhere. No, no,
1: i mean definitely not. Unless you go there early.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's...
1: Eventually, you would come back.
0: Eventually, you would talk to somebody. Yeah,
1: yeah, of course. Friends, you know, especially family.
0: Right. Even though, like, her car was found six weeks after she went missing. So, it was in a very bad neighborhood in Baltimore. So, they... But she still had her purse and her backpack in the back of the car in her trunk. Um, There was a $100 charm bracelet in the glove box. Um, The car wasn't broken into. It wasn't ransacked. Yeah, so obviously the car
1: wasn't stolen.
0: Well, the car wasn't there the whole time. And it said that there was grass on her tires, and it was still green. And the grass underneath her car was still green so that indicated that someone had just parked it there and none of the residents called for a abandoned car. So
1: I, so I hadn't been there long, right? but it obviously, the reason I say I hadn't been stolen was because nothing been taken off yeah, of the car. Yeah, exactly.
0: Car right. Right. And all the cars that were parked in that uh, parking lot, was they had like um you know like the like the door like the um steering wheel locks on them yeah because it's a bad neighborhood yeah and you don't want anybody to steal your car what kind car was it it was a uh, you would ask me <laughs> I think' that it it was a um Honda Accord.
1: Honda. Honda, Nissan, Toyota, something like that. You know, any, any kind of small car usually is pretty easy to steal.
0: It was this car.
1: That's a Nissan.
0: Yeah, a Nissan. And generally, pretty easy to steal. I mean, yeah, just a small car. Especially,
1: especially the early early 90s, late late 80s, you know. I mean.
0: Right. Nobody sold the car. Nobody reported it as abandoned. February 28th, the same day. That that car was found and none was arrested. Granted, this was February 28th. She went missing on January 13th. Would you remember anything from a month ago? Especially being that young. He was 17 years old. Like, what'd you do after school today? What'd you do after school a month ago?
1: I couldn't tell you what I did after work yesterday.
0: <laughs> I know. Like, I, I thought about it, and I was like, yeah, like, what if somebody asked me what I did after work a month ago? Like, yeah, you know, I most likely came home and, you know, cooked dinner and did everything and just yeah. stayed home for the rest of the night. If you were in school,
1: or, it, would have been, it would have been, you know, come home and, and did my chores and you know, my homework and went and hung out with
0: friends. I don't, yeah. I don't know what I did with my friends, but I went and hung out with them and like, think about like, you'd be like, yeah, I probably just came home and did work and, you know, fucking, uh, cook dinner, hung out at the house. Cause that's what I normally do. But if they're like, yeah, it says here that you went to dinner with your parents and you went to the liquor store. Um I'd be like, Yeah, probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't know. Exactly. Maybe. maybe. Exactly. Like yeah, I probably we went, did. We went
1: to the Lolo's and yeah. got, you
0: know a sprite exactly candy bars or something like Exactly. Like it's just it's it's impossible. So um when they asked him what he did, he said, I don't know. Went to school, left school in the middle of the day, came back Because he knew it was his friend Stephanie's birthday. So he was like, I don't know, went to school, left school in the middle of the day, came back, gave Jay my car, went to the library, checked my email. Why did he leave school in the middle of the day? Because it was his friend's birthday. So what he did was he went to the... um, Apparently, he went, or no, he took Jay his car so he could go um, get her a gift from the mall okay. that day. So, and then he left the car with Jay. Jay dropped him back off at school. He finished off the day at school, and then he had track practice. Um, but before track practice... He said that he went to the library, checked his email, went to track practice. Jay picked me up. Cops said that he was missing. Well, when he got arrested, a woman, a girl named Asia McLean, said, Hey, I know you probably don't remember talking to me in the library that day, but I remember talking to you. She said that her boyfriend was supposed to pick her up after school, but he was late. She was pissed, so she went to the library and when he showed up he saw me talking to a non and he was jealous. He got they got into a huge fight about it and went to his house where they got snowed in and couldn't go home. She couldn't go home. So it was definitely a day that she would remember. Exactly, because it was very specific and you know, a few things happened. She got fucking left, so she was pissed. and then they got in a huge fight because
1: Afterwards.
0: because she was with Egnon. and then she got snowed in so she couldn't leave. So it was very uh rememberable day for her. And then she remembers you know the bad storm came, storm came, and the same story she got and, right. Yeah. That happened the day that she went missing. So, yeah. Like, it was just very rememberable to her. She remembered everything about that day. Um, and the track coach said that he was on time. He remembers walking with Adnan because he was fasting for Ramadan. So, he didn't make him run those days. Um, and they were talking about the prayers he was gonna be leading at the mosque that evening. Cause it's a very big privilege for him to lead the prayers at the mosque for the youth. Um, that was Especially a huge thing.
1: Ramadan,
0: yes. Yeah. hmm yeah, Uh he was like, Oh yeah, like that's definitely what happened. I forgot. Like that was that day. Jay. All right. His name is Jay Wilds. Jay Wilds was his weed hookup okay. pretty much. Like they weren't even really friends. But his, remember I was talking about a friend Stephanie that won prom princess with him. Well, they were like best friends, him and Stephanie. So, and like he would talk about, you know, whenever they would go into a class together, he, she would fucking sit on his lap until class started. Like, it's just,
1: it's
0: yes. So, um, they were just, they were friends. Might be a little more no, they, they were friends. They, uh, he said that they did have like a relationship thing once, but it wasn't long lived. But they were very flirty, and, you know, uh, Jay had talked to him a couple of times. It was like, dude, are you fucking her? Like, just tell me. Like, but he was like, no. But Jay is the one that said that Anon did it, and he knows that he did it, and he... So so
1: Jay is the co-defendant in the case?
0: Yes. Yeah? After the fact. After the fact. Yes. So and I'll, we'll I'll, see. I'll yeah, and I'll describe it. I'll describe it all. All right. So apparently, you know, I told you that um, he had a non's car, and he also had a non's phone because, especially back in nineteen ninety nine, if you got caught with your cell phone in class, they would take it. Yeah, sure. Nowadays, it's not like that. Definitely not. No. So. Yeah. Um, Nowadays, they use their phone for school. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude, that was the only time I ever got ISS in high school was for my fucking phone. I got ISS all the time. That was the only time I ever got. I got ISS once a year in high school for my phone. Listen, I
1: got ISS after getting out of ISS not an hour before. Not even an hour before. Not 30 minutes before. Got out of ISS, went to my next class. Thought it was a uh, gym class. Went to the gym. Wasn't my class. Oh shit! You know, wrong class. You know, went to my next class, and uh, I was tucking in my shirt. And I remember very distinctly Miss Callier was on the walk, <clears throat> you know, going to I guess to or from another class or uh-huh. whatever, and uh, she called me out from across the parking lot and said, "You." Come here. call me over there. Gave me ISS again because I didn't have my shirt tucked in. <laughs> when, when she called my name, I was walking out of the gym and I was tucking my fucking shirt in. This bitch gave me ISS again for, I, I swear, I had it for 10 days that time.
0: Fucking bitch.
1: Because I, I went in and I'd come out and I went in again and come out and then she called, and she called me and just, just looking. It's one of the small town things, but... Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> this? So, this is what Jay says happened, okay? He said that Anand called to meet him at Best Buy or Edmison Avenue. I imagine
1: that's pretty close to either Best Buy or the high school. And
0: I'll, I'll explain why that's so ridiculous, because you would know where you're at when this happened. So... Um they pull up, you know, he pull Adnan pulls up in Hayes car and um yeah, exactly. He so pulls up
1: in Hay's car
0: he pulls up in Hayes car, pops the trunk, Hayes dead in the backseat. Curled up like a pretzel and blue. Wait. Uh, just I thought
1: Adnan has his own
0: car jay had it because jay went to go um buy a present before this happened before that happened while that while he was in school he had his phone and he had his car okay okay all right i'm with you they uh leave hay's car in the parking lot at best buy and he drops ednan off at track practice and then after track practice, non calls to be picked up to go bury Hay. Um, they bury her, drive around, and dumps Hay's car and her clothes and her clothes and belongings into a dumpster behind the mall. Now, do you remember what I said was in her car? In the trunk?
1: Her purse. Personal belongings, I mean stuff that would have been, you know, the bracelet in the in the Yes. The glove compartment.
0: Mm-hmm. So I want to um, clarify. Before they recorded this conversation, they had already subpoenaed for Adnan's phone records. Okay. And they had already they had interrogated Jay for three and a half hours. Before just, they started recording, let me
1: ask you this: Uh huh. What is Jay? This Jay character. This I mean, you say Jay, and I do Think of Jockey, but what is his background? Cause
0: he's got you know, many, many, many um, convictions of burglary and theft, and. Just all bad shit. He sells drugs. The reason that I asked this is because
1: you know you, you told me about hey,
0: yeah,
1: and then you told me about that, hey,
0: right? And then
1: this guy comes into
0: out the fucking Woodworks. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm saying, and, yeah. And don't get me wrong, you know when <clears throat> when I heard the the was Ron, Don, Don. I heard Don. Automatically, you know, I think, you know,
0: jealous boyfriend, you know, but... Right. And there's a a few different things. What I think that Jay had nothing to do with it, they just said, hey, I know you deal drugs. If you don't want us to say, you know, if you don't want to be convicted for selling drugs, then you know, just play along with our story. And during this whole thing, as evidence comes out, Jay changes his story to fit the evidence. And during this, this sounds like a good place to put it, but during this interview, you know, uh, if Jay stumbles across a question, you hear taps in the background.
1: Yeah, on the audio, like, they're stick to the story. Yeah. Kind of taps. Yeah. This is what you're supposed to say right here. you know. Yeah,
0: exactly. So I think that they just had their eyes on and on. And that was it. Nothing else mattered. Like... The fucking guy that found her body. That didn't matter. Of course not. Um, Dawn. All the shit. And I'll go into all the shit with Dawn. Um, none of that matters. Sure. Like none I of sure. that. And his know. lawyer was very ill-equipped. And his lawyer was very sick. She had diabetes. And she did end up passing away after. she got She got disbarred for like her closing statement was literally a bunch of half sentences like that had no conclusion. It was, it it was nuts.
1: Uh, I guess I'm, I'm getting ahead of the story, but you know, these, these are questions in my mind.
0: Yeah, exactly. So back to Hay's car. So Jay said that Adnan told him, Hay kicked her windshield wiper lever off and dangling and the ignition collar was missing now whether that was put there to make it look like someone was trying to hotwire a car Uh, the the
1: ignition collar is something you would remove if you were trying to if you were trying to uh hotwire a car right you know break the ignition and whatnot right yeah it was missing Mm -hmm. totally missing definitely could be some trying to you know steal a car yeah but it's not something that you would have just thrown away right because if you get pulled over in a car with a missing a missing collar you know yeah the older cars like that they have a two-part collar they have one on the top one on the bottom Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and uh, the one on the top has the uh, emergency lights and then the one on the bottom it's just kind of there to keep all the wires together right So, if the one on the bottom was just missing, then... I mean, if you got pulled over or something like that, immediately getting
0: taken to jail. Right. Because you automatically, like, stole the car. You you look like you stole the car. Yeah. I mean... What made you remember that? um, She's Hispanic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Gutierrez, that's how you say it.
0: Oh, okay. Well... (laughs) I've heard heard the
1: name before.
0: (laughs) Well, that's definitely it. All right. So... I'm gonna kind of rush through all of these things. I don't rush, and then i I know, but I have all of these things listed. Um, in December 15th, 1999, the judge called his attorney a liar. <laughs> so that's a mistrial. Why, absolutely. So, that's a mistrial. If the judge
1: says that that your attorney's a liar, it doesn't matter which side you're on. Exactly. That's a mistrial.
0: (laughs) So, um, (laughs) So, after that, no evidence. No physical evidence whatsoever. Just convicted. Nothing. Like, the only thing they went off of. No. Okay. So, the only thing they went off of was the phone records and what Jay said. So,
1: they didn't find any physical evidence of him being in her car
0: they found fingerprints but he's been in her car
1: like that's just legitimately in right did they i mean their fingerprints on her steering wheel no because that'd be one thing that'd be no it wasn't on
0: her steering wheel
1: In other places the car yeah the vent the the, handle and the fucking yeah.
0: yeah of course but not no
1: especially if she was known to have taken him home at some point
0: right well what would happen is is she wouldn't take him home because he had his own car um you know before he had his car yes but while he had his car he mostly like if like he would ask for a ride to the library, which is literally on the campus. But far enough away. But it's a public library. Far far enough away you probably wouldn't want to walk if you didn't have to. Right. It was probably on the other side of the campus.
1: Drop me off at the library.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean it's a public library, but it's on you gotta think too now, fingerprints stick. Right. They last for a long time. Especially, you know, a younger person. They don't clean their car.
0: Yeah. All of this was just wrong. Like, you could tell his attorney... Like, his attorney, the whole opening statement was how um, he was a Muslim. And he was being picked out because he was Muslim. And yes, that makes sense. Definitely make that a point. But don't make it the only point. You
1: definitely
0: can't make that a main he, point. He did
1: so There was no
0: about. evidence. There was nothing they literally pulled shit out of their ass and
1: like, let me ask you this. Do you know what the jury was like? The type no. of people? No. Uh, uh-uh. uh, uh-uh. is that,
0: yeah, that says something too, Absolutely. but she was so incompetent and so, but like she was a very good lawyer. Just, she was sick and delusional And like I said, her closing statement made absolutely no fucking sense whatsoever. Like, they were a bunch of half sentences, half like, okay, I could tell you're going somewhere, but it never fucking got there. And it was like, I heard like in the book that I was reading or listening to, like I was listening to it because she said like a little bit of it. And I'm like, what the fuck is she trying to say? Like, because it literally jumped. And it was everywhere. And it was just, oh, my God. Like, get to the fucking point. And then it just ended. And the judge kept rushing her. Like, that's another thing. Like, the judge. I think the judge already had his mind fucking set. His mind? Or he got fucking paid off. No, he was an older older white male. Yeah.
1: Guarantee you. He was an older, white male. The defendant is a Muslim. Yeah, and he wanted to get this shit over with. He wa- he wanted to go ahead, ban the gavel, mm-hmm. guilty. That's what he wanted to get the shit over.
0: Yeah, because he was rushing her. How much longer, Miss Miss Gutierrez? Oh, um, you know, twenty more minutes.
1: And her not being in her the right state of mind would have made him and didn't just look hanging in, on.
0: Yes. And didn't look into anything. Like, all right. So, I'm gonna go through this again. Okay. So, March nineteenth, two thousand three, his first appeal got denied. December thirtieth, two thousand thirteen, post conviction relief denied. Um, February sixth, two thousand fifteen, was granted permission to appeal the denial. Jay's stories were made to match the phone records in court. Because, like I said, I don't, Jay didn't know shit. I don't care what anybody says. Jay didn't know shit, and there was no possible way. February 2016, post-conviction relief hearing. Uh, Adnan was trying to get a new trial Yeah. um, based on that alone. You know, my lawyer was shit and sick and was delusional. I did not get the right kind of representation. And this shit right here says this, and that's what they convicted me on.
1: Yeah, I mean, definitely granted for relief. Yeah.
0: Definitely, right? You
1: know, I mean, at least so, give him another chance.
0: Exactly. So, but the Baltimore police appealed everything that they could. And on March 9th, 2019, um, he was denied a new trial. March 29th, 19, or 2019, DNA evidence was released to the media. None of the DNA on the car on hay or underneath her fingernails were adenons nor jays. None of it
1: was there. Any under, underneath her fingernails. Yes, there was. Yes, that says a lot.
0: Yes, and they it wasn't adenons or jays.
1: That says that, at the very least, if it wasn't one or the other, there was somebody else involved. That's not in the story
0: as of yet. Exactly, and those were never—they were never tested. They were never tested against anybody except for Adon. Yeah. Okay. But it was never released either.
1: How how do we know that it wasn't Jay's?
0: I think that they had it tested again because, you know, Jay was. I believe Jay was convicted on you know after the fact. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, hiding his body, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, it being a felony, he probably got his DNA taken. Assuming- when they found that out, when they found out nothing got tested against anybody but a nun, his lawyer, his new lawyer. Was probably like, yeah, get that shit tested with non and Jay's. And it didn't come up either at one. all. Either one. So, also, um, when Hay's body was found, she was found on her right side. Like, her, arm, her legs, like, over, like, cross like this. And um, her arm was reached over here and this one was over here on her back to give them more space in the grave that it, it wasn't and because and well her body had full frontal lividity meaning that she would have had to bend face down her whole body face down for at least eight hours after she was killed. Because yeah. I don't know if you know what lividity is, but the people that don't, it's when gravity pulls all of your blood to the lower part of your body. So if you were to die on your back, all the, the whole... All the,
1: blood pour the blood would pull to the back. To the back.
0: Right. And then,
1: you know, vice versa.
0: Right, exactly. Um, So, his story about her being bunched up in a pretzel in the back of a car.
1: For several hours.
0: For seven to nine hours. That's not, it's just, it's not any good. All right, I'm going to get on Dawn, and then that will be it. Are you sure? Yes. Is Adnan is still in prison.
1: exactly what I was about to I say. know. Is this man still in prison? Yes.
0: Yes. He's still
1: in prison for this. Yes.
0: All right. So, Don said he was at work when all this happened, right? Okay. So, they checked his time card, and he was not working that day. Okay. Well, turns out, he said, he was working at another store in Hunt Valley. Which is, you know, probably he says like an hour away. Sure. So, okay, cool. Who so, the, who worked at where? Uh, Lens Lenscrafters. That's
1: right. Lenscrafters.
0: Right. Um, he clocked in nine oh two. He clocked out for lunch from one ten to one forty two.
1: Thirty minutes for lunch.
0: Yep. Um, he clocked out six p.m. sharp. The police called his home store at 6. Around 7, his dad told him that the police called and that Hay was missing. I told you he called them back at like 1.30 a.m. Definitely
1: weird.
0: Definitely weird. And he said that he never paged or talked to Hay that day. Um, Hay did not have a cell phone. She only had her pager.
1: Most people did.
0: On his time cards, Don had two different employee numbers, which, okay, like maybe, you know, since he was working at another store that day, maybe they gave him another employee employee number.
1: Same company, same number.
0: So, uh, I'm getting to that. So, um, and he had over 40 hours on his time card, but it wasn't considered overtime. On his employee reviews, because they pulled everything. Um, and Don's new lawyer pulled everything. The
1: defense, I mean, everything that the defense could possibly get a hold of. So.
0: Mm-hmm. so, employee reviews on Don said, quote, Don needs to understand the importance of documenting his lunch and breaks. He also needs to learn the consequences of falsifying documents. And wait, his employer said that. Uh, his employee reviews, yeah. Okay. Mhm. Okay. His new lawyer reached out to Lynn's Crafters corporate office, and they said, "Quote: The only way an employee can have two employees' numbers." And you know what?
1: I saw that exact statement on one of your notebooks that you yeah. had leading up to all mm-hmm. this. But yeah.
0: And I thought it was my note for the icing on the motherfucking cake. Are you ready? Okay. The GM, the general manager, was his mother.
1: The store that he works at, mm-hmm. and I'll assume that she's the general manager of the store, other store that he could work at.
0: Yeah, general manager, regional manager. No, general manager.
1: You
0: sure? Yes, okay. Um, but the general manager does not have to um, clock in and out because they're on salary. Sure. So they couldn't... So they couldn't tell, you know, hey, this is who put this in. But it's assumed. That would conclude why it wasn't overtime because he didn't get paid for it because he didn't really fucking work that day. Makes sense. And then the corporate and they're like, "Hey, can you tell me like how many people normally work and what times people come in?" Cuz you know, like a store just like anybody else, like you know, the lab tech isn't going to be there all day. Yeah. yeah. Comes so in at a certain time. Have and their hours. usually that's not the hours that he works. And usually that's not. Um, they said that they, the the position that he was in, does not work those hours. So he was not filling in for anybody because nobody was supposed to be there.
1: What was the position?
0: I don't know. Don't know. You don't know. Okay. No. But that's it. That's a, you know he's still in prison.
1: Adonis. Yes. Not Don.
0: No. He's white.
1: Yeah, Don's white. I Don's married
0: and's got a kid and yeah. fat and ugly and sure, sure. yeah. Don's in prison.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You no, know, living
1: in know, with the Muslims. Mm-hmm.
0: I think he 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 tell he said to Rabia that he's not really religious anymore as much as he is spiritual. He looks at other people and their characteristics that he likes. And he's like, this one guy gives you his full attention whenever he's talking to you. And I kind of grab that. Yeah. And I do that. He's like, this other guy will go outside and work out. He does it every single day. It doesn't matter if it's raining. It doesn't matter if it's snowing. It doesn't fucking matter. He's out there. And I grabbed that.
1: deposit of life, yes.
0: Right. So it, it was very, he's like, I think I have the best character. They can do and say whatever they want.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure every sociopath. In history, documented, would we'll just say the same thing, but I mean, him only, only allegedly killed one person. Mm-hmm. Looking at the weight of his crimes, mm-hmm. alleged. 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 And just going by. What everything was said about him
0: mm-hmm.
1: listen there are three sides to, to the truth There's are your side there's my side there's the truth right three sides so you get to hear a little bit about her a lot of bit about him and then the facts as we know
0: right and uh So, do you think that he's innocent or guilty?
1: In my opinion, I think he's guilty of loving somebody that he wasn't supposed to. Being close to them and being accused of their murder. The reason I say that is because he obviously had you know, feelings for this person and he did there's no evidence tying him to said murder. Right. And whoever did kill this person is still out there.
0: Mm-hmm. And the very first thing he says in the podcast serial, he said, Look, there's nothing that I can point to and be like, Look, this is, I did not do this. Absolutely. But there's also nothing that you could point to to tell me that I did do it.
1: Again, something that a sociopath would say. Can't prove it. Can't deny it. Neither one. But what I'm saying is the evidence points towards the only evidence that they have is phone records, one person, their story. One person story.
0: He should not have been convicted.
1: People have been convicted on a lot less. Yeah. To be honest, to be honest with you. People I know. People have been convicted on a lot less. Um, Is the one who did it. It's because to say that, that he saw this, he did this, and this and that, and this and that.
0: Yeah. And. My biggest thing was that Jay kept changing his story to support the police's narrative and the proof that they thought that they had because the whole wiper thing broken and shit they had they had found that car before it got found they interrogated and they had there's proof that well there's not proof But they have this friend named Jen. And I didn't mention Jen because, to be honest, I can't pronounce her last name. And to be honest, she's really not that important in the story. But they have this friend named Jen. And Jen clarified to Adnan's new lawyer that... Jay went and did several interviews before the one that was taped.
1: Hold oh, I mean, if he was guilty of several other crimes before what happened, listen. Who? Jay. Right. If Jay was interviewed, you know what I mean? If, if he's a confidential witness. Right. In the state. Yep. And when I'm talking, when I say the state, I mean the state of Georgia, right? Because that's the only one I know of. If he's a confidential witness in this case, and he says he knows something about this other case, he can then, you know, transfer right confidentiality to from one case to another, right? And I'm not saying it's is legal. But it's something that they do. Yeah, it's definitely
0: frowned upon.
1: Of course. I mean, you no. Know, all he all has to do is know a person.
0: And, I mean. Yeah. And his old lawyer knew about um, Asia McLean. The girl that says that she saw him in the library that day? In the day. library, yeah. Because yeah. right when he got convicted, he said it might have been two weeks after he was arrested. He got a letter from her. And then he showed his lawyer the letter. And she was like, yeah, I'll look into it. And then she was like, yeah, well, I talked to her. She said she got her date wrong. And it turns out she didn't even reach out to her huh. like she never even talked to her. And Asia was just kind of like, well, I guess it doesn't matter. And then when she was going to testify in court for it during the appeal, she, the other lawyer came to her and was like, it won't, Make a difference because you know it's um it's in the bag. We have evidence that it was him. No, so uh, she then, backed out uh, after signing an affidavit. To Rabia, totally made it up. It was just all none
1: none of that helped him. him. No, none of that helped him.
0: No, nothing ever helped him, and it's it's crazy. Like.
1: I couldn't tell you one instance that from my limited experience that anything points towards anybody other than him because of what you've you know presented to me. Uh-huh. But from what you presented to me, I can't say that it was honestly him who murdered this lady.
0: And
1: very much like
0: Yeah. And different parts of Jay's stories change. Like, some of Jay's stories said that, hey, you know, we buried hay together. And then some's like, no, I told him I wouldn't do that shit. Yeah. So I let him do it himself. No, this one definitely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying
1: is they convicted this man on testimony of somebody who was unreliable Mm -hmm. as a witness.
0: Yeah. So. And How, just like Scott Peterson, have you ever heard of the Scott Peterson trial? I, I mean, I saw it on TV, but I didn't follow. It. It's they had so much to say, but no evidence that he did it. Sure,
1: circumstantial evidence.
0: That's, so that's
1: what motivated most of this case. Mm-hmm. They went on whatever everybody else said.
0: Now, did. Scott Peterson do it. I'm not saying Scott Peterson didn't do it. Because there's like an 80% chance that he did. That has
1: nothing to do with what we're talking about right now.
0: Yeah, I know. But I'm saying circum...
1: Circumstantial evidence is a motherfucker. Yes. Because if you can't prove that what they said was wrong, then Mm -hmm. technically irrefutable evidence to negate what they say Mm -hmm. must be true
0: yeah exactly and the part of the defense isn't really to from everything that i hear it's not to disprove what they say it's to put reasonable doubt
1: reasonable doubt if the jury cannot prove beyond a reasonable doubt that this person has committed said crime at said time.
0: Yep, in said way.
1: In said, in said way, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then they did not commit said crime at said time in said way. Right. That's on paper. Yep. And, uh, you know, it really just depends on which kind of jury you get. Yeah. Because... You, you know, right it here. took
0: them not even an hour. Yeah,
1: because he's Muslim. And
0: it took them not, okay, it might have taken a couple hours, but that's it. Like, three hours max. And that's like, usually, murder cases will take weeks yeah, for a jury to decide. Oh, yeah. And
1: a Coming from the su- the southern states, born and raised in Georgia, um, you know, when people talk about the Muslim community, Yeah, they don't talk good about it. No. Nothing good about it. No.
0: People,
1: and that's because they don't understand some of the aspects of what they believe. I'd like to say right now that the people that I met that showed me this religion, Mm-hmm would be proud. Probably not. So this is the podcast that's like
0: that motherfucker
1: didn't this learn st- shit.
0: Didn't learn shit.
1: <laughs> but uh, you know, Hadith and Bilal told me, taught me a lot of things. Yeah. No, I'm not gonna say on my own board that everything else that they believed was right. But
0: I'm not going to say that a So, like, I, I, I just, I don't. Not because he was religious. Not because he was this or because he was that. It's, there's no proof that he even thought about doing this.
1: I understand what you're saying. And I don't disagree. But is there any evidence to point towards you that he
0: didn't do it? There's a lot of evidence that points to that. Um, the point that Jay's a fucking liar and the police coerced him into telling a false story following the evidence that they had at the time and then it changes every time there's new evidence. There's, I mean, every single thing. The fucking car being moved. The fucking her body not being the way that Jay said it was. Or that anybody said it was.
1: They had a an unreliable witness. What I'm asking you is there any evidence to say that he could not have been there. Could not have committed said atrocity? Yeah, he has an alibi. He was at the
0: He was at the, he was at the, um, he was at the track and he was at the, um, mosque that night for Ramadan. Okay. Track coach, nobody ever asked the track track coach that until after he was already convicted and nothing was gone into his defense. If he had had a real lawyer, well, a, a, a healthy lawyer that knew what the fuck was going on.
1: He might not have ever got
0: convicted. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, that's a lot of people. That's, you know, that happens a lot to people, especially sure. with, like, public defenders. Public defenders don't fucking give a shit. Actually.
1: From what I learned, public defenders can actually do good because they want to make a name for themselves. Right. On that basis, they can they can be a good thing. Um, on I mean, this case was like a national level, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, because old boy was Muslim. Um,
0: well, it w- it became national. When Serial came out, the podcast, and then everybody knew who Anand Syed was. Yeah. You ask anybody who knows anything about true crime if Anand Syed is guilty or innocent. We're
1: gonna say he's
0: innocent? Well, I don't think they would all say innocent, but they would all have a fucking opinion about it.
1: Sure. Okay. okay. Four. I think Anand, Anand Syed was innocent. I think he got framed for somebody else's murder.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh
0: who I mean I guess I can't really you can't really give me an answer but who do you think did it?
1: I think it was somebody close to her mm-hmm. but not close to the investigation. And that's why they didn't get figured out. I don't think this was a serial kill. Like a serial no. killer. Uh-uh. I think this is more of a look. Let me pull a crime of passion. It's what they what they call. It.
0: Let me. I want to show you a picture of this guy, fucking Don. Okay. Um, Ow! That dweeb. <laughs>
1: click on, click on that bitcher. Now click on that bitch.
0: That's a no. Yeah. He did it. Yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs>
1: listen, he's a white guy. He's got blue eyes. Listen, what is the percentage of. i do not even going to say it.
0: I don't know that.
1: Yeah. You know what I was going to say, though.
0: <laughs> percentage of serial killers that have blue eyes? Yeah. I mean, I imagine a lot because.
1: Shit. 85%? They get.
0: You know that that's how they lure people people in.
1: Sure, it, I'm not sure I don't think, even think it has anything to do with that. But I don't think that Ahmad had anything to do with it. A nod, a nod. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't think a had anything to do with it. I think her jealous ex boyfriend, no, her jealous boyfriend at the time didn't like her spin
0: Turned up Willie P take
1: five. Yep.
0: <laughs> That's what he says in a lot of um their letters back and forth. Him and all, Robbie. All S-
1: praises to God. <laughs>
0: Hope you guys enjoyed the episode. There at the end, Willie P was really drunk and he was talking really Slow. <laughs> but you gotta love him. If you haven't by now, please join the Facebook group, Murder with Friends Podcast. Follow me on Instagram, at Murder with Friends. Send me an email, murderwithfriends at yahoo.com. Check out the website, www.murderwithfriends.com murder with friendspodcast.com and please rate and review if you like the podcast, share it with your friends. And remember, if you're thinking about murder, talk about it with friends. Bye you guys.